Hello from Clio Cloud Conference 2016 in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Kimberly Sanchez. I'm Adriana Linares. I'm George Saharis. And I'm Steven Silberbach. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here today. We're talking with George Saharis and Steve Silverbach on whatever your sessions were today. I have a real problem with Steve's last name. Oh. It's Silba. Bach. Silber- it's two B's in there. Bach. But I think we always say like there's a V. We do. You do. It's Silberbach. It's Silberbach. Yeah. S-I-L-B-R-B-A-C-H. Right. And George, I mean, do you guys only hire people with really hard last names to say and spell it, Cleo? Yes. That's why you don't work for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Adriana Linares can be a little challenging. Now, Kim Sanchez, on the other hand. Mm, lots mm, of diversity there. Lots of diversity. So what do you guys do at Cleo? I'm Cleo's vice president of business development. And I work in three areas of the business. Um, I work in our partnerships team. So we partner with law schools and bar associations and other key partners for Clio. Awesome. I work with our international team that pursues overseas market expansions. And I work with our data operations team. You're a busy guy, George. I try to be. And you have a brand new baby. Yeah. So you've got a beautiful brand new baby and a very busy job. Steve, what do you do for Clio? George is the glue of the company. He truly sounds very glue-like. He really is glue-like. I am the Senior Vice President of Global Sales at Clio, so I manage and run our global sales team. And your experience is amazing because you came from a very large global company, decided to leave that big, giant company to come work for this, as Jack Newton likes to call it, a scrappy startup that has really come a long way. Yeah, absolutely. I spent eight and a half years at Salesforce.com, building out the business on the East Coast out of Toronto and left about three years ago to join Clio, join the scrappy team that's turning into be a big, successful growth story. It's really amazing. There's 700 attendees at ClioCon this year, and you two gave a couple of great presentations today, so that's what we're going to sort of try to summarize very quickly. Kim, I know you went to Steve's session. I did. I went to Steve's session, and he did an excellent job talking about the cloud. So, Steve, could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, we spent um, most of our time talking about the benefits of the cloud and how cloud can be used to drive growth in your firms. It's what I started to do 10 years ago at Salesforce and what we continue to do here. The power of the cloud, the data insights that it gives us, the flexibility that allows our customers to grow their businesses is really what was the uh, the main topic of discussion. In, in um, it was a really interesting uh uh, session because Steve was talking about how lawyers were not necessarily business people, and so being a businessman, he had quite a few excellent suggestions to use Clio uh, for small small businesses. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, we spent our time talking about how some of the data insights drove us to develop some features and integrations with our partners that allow customers to really use Clio as a platform to grow. We talked about Clio payments and the ability to accept credit card payments for both their operating and trust accounts really effectively. Uh, ooh, 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 tell them the Google AdWords San Antonio. I'd love to tell you the Google AdWords story. <laughs> so there was a blog that we used as a data, as a data source to talk about um, the most expensive Google AdWords in all of Google, not just in our industry. And what we learned was uh, nine of the top 10 Google AdWords and 78%, I think 78% of all the most expensive Google AdWords were for legal services. Uh-huh. So lawyers are spending a lot of money 
on advertising. And what we try to do is show them how Clio can maximize that output. For interest's sake, because I know you're going to ask me this next, what was the most expensive AdWord? San Antonio car wreck lawyer was the most expensive, no which kidding. was amazing to us. What's going us. on, San Antonio, yeah, with all those car wrecks? Need to learn Hope how to there's drive. enough lawyers down there to meet that demand. Stop I suing think each be other right. every time you crash into one another. Um, but one of the really cool features on that, not only was it hilarious, but um, was that you can, the lawyers can now track where, like, if they're using Google AdWords or a particular phone number or something like that so that they can make really smart business decisions, right? Inside Clio. You know, let me back up and take us back one step, and let's talk about how Clio likes to describe itself and has grown into what is a platform. You know, so as opposed to just being one service that does one thing, mm -hmm. um, George, why don't you tell us a little bit about what we mean when we say Clio is now a platform and that's really what it's grown into. Yeah, we, we certainly hope to look at ourselves as a platform and also as the growing uh, system of record for legal. Basically, Clio allows third-party developers and other vendor applications to integrate with it such that if people want to build onto the functionality that Clio provides using the cloud, they can do that both for other products that lawyers like to use, but also for custom builds. So we're seeing a lot of larger firms uh, versus the traditional Clio users well do custom reporting and build a lot of stuff uh, that really turns us into a platform as opposed to just an application. And I want to jump in and just throw my consultant hat on real quick because what happens is lawyers come to us all the time and say, which one should I pick? Okay, where, where we want to move to the cloud, we want to get rid of servers, there's four or five products out there, which one should I pick? Which is the best for us? For me as a consultant, it's been a no-brainer from the beginning. I mean, in, in full disclosure, Clio's always been my favorite, mainly because George and, I mean, uh, Ryan and Jack became, we became friends so many years ago, but here's the truth. There are products out there that stay very siloed that don't allow lawyers to expand the services that they need and that they use outside of that product. So then you start having to use um, like Band-Aid stuff together. Clio has what's called an open API, which allows, and many of your partners are here, to plug in so that lawyers can get more out of Clio than just Clio. You're talking to other programs. So what Kim was just describing is that there's this um, analytics dashboard that is what you were talking about, Steve, which allows you to take your Google AdWords account and have it talk to Clio. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, so the real power, exactly as you described it, is that Clio is just the base by which you can build an entire cloud-based infrastructure around, and any gap in functionality that Clio might have, we can fill really comfortably with any of our partners who can use our API to just link in and become an extension of Clio. That's the real power. The specific uh, feature that I was talking about, our campaign tracker, allows them to go outside and pull in all of their campaign and and uh, uh, spending information on their campaigns and then actually in real time be able to capture customers and leads and opportunities that have flowed through uh, all the campaigns they're doing right into Clio, right through our platform and then be able to work those as leads that they hope will turn into actually paying clients. What are the most, um, what are your favorite third-party integrations to talk to clients and customers about that you find lawyers are going, what, it does that? Yeah, so you know things like Lexicata, which I spoke about uh, this morning um, in my speech, was you know really a real powerful way to kind of automate the intake process for our clients. It's it's part of what makes Clio so great is other companies like Lexicata are actually building a solution that is built entirely and exclusively to work on Clio, work uh, kind of in the front end of our of our customers' interactions with their clients, and then seamlessly take it right through everything else we're doing. As really it amazing. Yeah, and I think that that segues nicely to George because what Stephen was talking about was how 
they have all of these tools that integrate with each other and that makes the sort of the practice of law much more seamless and much more efficient. And why is that important? We've done this, Clio's done this incredible study with all of this new data know, that they amazing. have now. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that, George. Sure. So as Clio's grown and we've gone from, you know, the hundreds to thousands to now tens of thousands of users, we've got uh, access to data that we anonymize and aggregate and are able to report on global trends, both in terms of prices for legal, but also in terms of productivity and efficiency in people's firms. So this year, for the very first time, we've launched what we think is the first source data-driven legal index and insights report that we're calling the Legal Trends Report, powered by Clio. We think in the first time of this 4,000-year-old profession. And, and, and explain what you mean by that, because you, you just said it to John Mitchell in such a smart way, which was, it's basically being survey information that we've gotten, right? Attorneys send, get a survey from either their bar association or from a consulting company, and they survey and they send back. But what you're saying is our data, your data is... Yeah, exactly. So it's empirical. It's, it's, like, it's empirical, and it's what you could consider source data. So what I mean is, up until now, in order to get this type of data, people would have to do surveys, and you see a lot of questionnaires that get sent out. Think of even somebody like collecting census information door to door. This is the type of surveying we're talking about. And we know that while that can get useful data, it's also coming from people, right? You're asking them. And if we think of marketing as a good example, back in the good old days in marketing, you used to figure out how people found out about your product by asking them, hey, how did you hear about us? Now we've got a whole industry built around web browsers that track what ads people click on, yeah. what things they see, what they read immediately before they buy. And they don't know or have to disclose any of this information. It's just automatically tracked and counted um, by virtue of the internet. Clio does data. Clio does data, Clio exactly. Clio does data. Mm -hmm. It's a new bumper sticker for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, going to get you one one each of those. And <laughs> funny story, I said to Jack Newton in the back of his pres of George's presentation, wow, this is incredible. Did you hire a firm to like track all this data, look at all this data and analyze it? And he said, no, basically it was George and I, late nights and with some of our data analyst team. So Clio is really invested and it's clear, I think, with this report. And then also then what Steve is doing and his team to use that data to really drive. George business. loves staying up late and playing it's with data. Yeah. It's his favorite thing. He loves that. Just don't touch my data. <laughs> and I won't don't touch, touch yours. Don't touch George's data. What <laughs> were some of the most, um, is startling a good word to use in your findings? Yeah, I, I think that's a great word. So startling finding number one for okay. us was, one. yeah, we'll get started with number one, uh, was plotting the billable hour index we created, so the price for an hour of legal services over time. Kind of like you see like stock indexes, the S&P 500, that kind of graph. And we looked at legal prices and how they've changed over the last six years. They've gone up a bit from around $210 per hour to around like $230 That's per hour. That's the average nationwide in nationwide, the US? Nationwide, okay. hourly average. billable average. Of course, it goes much higher and, and can course, go lower. Yeah. But it varies by state, by practice area, by firm size. But this is a, an average. And it's gone up a bit, but when we plot it against a metric like what's called consumer price index, we actually see that law firm prices haven't gone up as much as prices for other things. So that was an eye-opener for us. So they're not reacting to the inflation. And exactly. just everything else going up, lawyers tend to kind of stay the same. Yeah. Interesting. And another thing that we saw was that differences in price increase in geography don't necessarily map to cost of living. So some of them do, but some of them don't. And we see states where it's more expensive to live and legal rates are lower and vice versa, which was very, very interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to see where you guys will go with this data. I know that you just started, but I just wonder too, you know, as you get deeper into it, how those prices or those 
fees and costs are affected by number of lawyers that might be in that state, by population, by the types of areas of practice that are being um, affected. It's very interesting. Startling fact number two. Yes, yeah, startling fact number two is we looked at traditional law firm ratios. So a lot of the metrics people use to measure their law firms. Some people might be familiar with them. We'll explain them all in the report if people check it out. But there's one called utilization rate, which is basically a measure of how effective are you at taking the available hours in the day, however many days that is, eight hours, 10 hours for each workday, how effective are you at turning those into billables? And most lawyers in this kind of like survey type environment report that they're using about 60% of their time. The data we ran startled us and showed us that it was more like 30%. Wow. Ooh. It's a big, Yikes. big difference. Reality check, lawyers. I know. And Incredible, so, though. Incredible. Yeah. Just a, a, a real eye-opener for all of us. And where it really ties into what Stephen was just saying is where people are spending their time is on a lot of the stuff that what he addressed in his cloud presentation helps you automate. You're not doing legal work because you're working on client intake instead of having an automated process with a vendor like Lexicata. You're manually assembling documents instead of you're using document You're answering the phone automation. yourself instead yeah. of using Ruby. Exactly, exactly. So that was a real eye-opener for us, and uh, we're just getting started. We're scratching the surface in terms of uh, all the data we're going to analyze and the startling insights we're going to continue to come up with. I think what, as an additional point to that, I think what we're starting to see as my fourth year at the Clio Cloud Conference is we are making the transition for our users from just being lawyers to being business people as right. well. I, I, I agree. And helping them understand that whether they like it or not, they have to think about their practice as a business. And the, the legal trends that George was talking about and all the things that we spoke about are really addressing the fact that the tools we're providing you helps you run a better business so that you can deliver better service to your clients. You know, I was talking before you came and chatted with, when I was standing there talking to John Mitchell and Ray Abedin was, when I go into a law firm and the metrics that they're looking at to figure out how successful they are haven't changed, right? So basically the metric a law firm uses is, hey lawyer, how many hours have you billed this year? And that's all they, like, I'm not gonna say that's all they care about, but that's really what the yardstick has been. With information like this, you know, educating lawyers about the different um, aspects of practice that you can take as a measurement and looking at that in a very easy way is, is really educational and informative for lawyers. I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Any other, Starling metric number three? There will be more. <laughs> Where can they get Stay the report? Tuned. So the report's gonna be published uh, on October the 17th, and we're gonna be posting that on the Clio website. Great. Um, and of course, people can reach out to us as well uh, if they'd like to get early access. Uh, best way to find me is on LinkedIn, uh, George Saharis, last name P-S-I-H-A-R-I-S. <laughs> First name, normal spelling, and uh, Twitter handle as well. Wait, at George unless Saris. you're in Miami. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Normal is relative, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Steve? How can people uh, get a hold of you, keep an eye on you, ask you any questions uh, in the future? I uh, live on LinkedIn, love to see you there. Um, Steven Silberback, one word. That's S-I-L-B-E-R-B-A-C-H, Steven with a V. Uh, I live on LinkedIn, would love to connect with anybody who wants to talk more about the business of running your law firm. Great, well thank you guys so much for spending a few minutes with us. I, I may, have yes. one like maybe last million dollar oh, question good. for we love these executives at Clio. I have heard a rumor that, and you Stephen can probably uh, appreciate this, you, mm -hmm. that at Salesforce, evidently the culture is incredible. And like on Fridays you guys had, I don't know, Hawaiian Fridays or something. Yes. I want to know, and I think our, our listeners would like to know, 
What, in one word, maybe two, if you have to, is the culture like at Clio, is one of these scrappy startups that everybody wants to be at. Can you do one word? I can do one word. Uh, fun and growth. <laughs> fun and growth. As a sales guy, that's we'll call that one word. I like that that's one word. Yes. George? Fun and growth. That's F-U-N-E-N-G-R-O-T-H. Fun and growth. Fun and growth. I'm also going to say multiple words as one word. Here we go. <laughs> High performance and human. Sting yes, and twist. there's the difference between the two. That is very... That's the sales guy and I the know. data guy. I know. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, thanks again, guys. We yes. uh, appreciate your time. Appreciate your presentations. This conference is amazing as always. I'm Adriana Linares. I'm signing off. And Kimberly Sanchez signing off as well. Great job, guys. That was fun. Thanks. That was fun. I think we killed it. I think we murdered it. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank <laughs> you.